Hey everybody, welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. We did a nice little video earlier today and uh, talked about some cool things, you know, a Vista Light ceilings, a shout out again to them. Um, when I came out of high school, you know, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do and, you know, you kind of look into different things just to, while you think about what you want to do. <laughs> and... Um, this construction job uh, came across my way, and it was installing dome ceilings uh, in kitchens. And, man, I learned so much on this job. It was unbelievable. You learn electrical work, and, um, you know, you had your tool belt on with your tin snips and your hammer and all the other tools you needed and screwdrivers and tape measures and, uh, you know, feeling pretty cool wearing all that stuff clanking around, you know, like you're some kind of construction cowboy, you know, and we would, uh, I mean, when I got teamed up with this guy, first you bounce around a little bit, right, with what they call a ceiling man, and when you get good enough, you become a ceiling man, you go from the apprentice to the ceiling man, and the ceiling man, whole nother level, you got your own van, you're the one that's in charge of the job, and... Um, of course, you're going to get paid more, <laughs> okay? And you pretty much drive the van and all that stuff, and it's yours to take care of and um, all of that, man. It was really something else. So you go to this place, Vista Light, little warehouse area, and there's a bunch of Vista Light vans, and they all look really cool with the, um, you know, like the sticker on the side with the nice logo, and all. there must have been, I don't know how many vans, probably, I would say, I don't know, over 20, and uh, everybody would go to the different parts of Florida and, and get the different jobs, some, big, some bigger than others. And, you know, we used to like the little ones because you get done faster. And when you were done for the day, you were done. So it was really on you. In a place called Century Village, um, kind of a re it's, it is a retirement community of, of all these um, little apartments and, you know, one of those places. And, um, they have these kitchens with these little soffits in the middle, really small. And you kind of whatever you would um, just, I don't know, it must have been like a four by four. And they were all pretty much the same, you know. And uh, the ones that did not have the soffit removed where you tear away all that stuff, the, that was a whole bit, that was a much bigger job to tear it away. But normally you go there and you could knock out two of these because usually they'd give you two if they could. Um, because they were easy and you could still knock out two ceilings done by noon and you were home. You know, those, those were like the days and it was a great job. And some other days you'd have to drive from Lauderdale all the way out to Stewart, you know, a couple hour drive or down to Miami and do a bigger job and you, you wouldn't get home till late. So there was a decent balance. And I remember getting, um, getting buddied up with uh with dan i'll just call him dan dan was super cool he was the owner's brother-in-law and i just got lucky man we used to we ended up getting this new construction gig new construction with like all of these apartments and we um got commissioned to do every single dome ceiling or cove lighting it ended up being in all of the bathrooms and we go in there we were going to this job back and forth to Stewart, long drive back and forth daily 
every single day, Monday through Friday, um, for the longest time, man. It was like months because there were so many apartments, and we just were the we were the team that was going down to Stewart, and we knew what we had in front of us. We knew what we uh, were going to do every day. It was kind of cool to have that consistency. And I remember walking into the, the site uh, the first time. And we get there. And the bathroom, the light fixture was like right on the front area, not above your head. But it was like in the front wall. And Dan looks at me and he's like, well, how are we supposed to get the cove lighting over this? You know? And I said, why don't we take the light, you know? That is uh, where it is and move it to the to the upper side of it or higher up so um, it'd be in a better position to whatever. And he looked at me and he goes, wow, what a great idea. I was so proud of myself because that was like my first real idea <laughs> working with this company. I just guessed and got lucky, really. But it ended up getting the light out of the fixture out of the way so the cove lighting would not hit the light. Good news is we had the solution. Bad news, we had to do that to every single um, apartment bathroom every time. So it made the project a little bit bigger or longer, but it was a solution. There was no other way to do it um, because the electricians had their mind made up already. They didn't consult with Vista light ceilings beforehand. So we had to do our little thing. I put in my two cents and boom, off we went. So it was kind of cool, man. Shout out to Dan, man. You uh, are the greatest. Uh, I really cherish that relationship, the drives back and forth and cranking up the rock and roll back in the 80s rock and roll and sharing some good conversations and uh, really super cool dude. And uh, all the guys that I worked with there were really awesome. You know, we'd go to maybe High Lie together uh, afterwards or... Um, you know, we would, you know, hang out here and there. Different guys would have parties at their houses and things like that. It was just really a great crew. All great guys uh, with some skills, man. We could build some ceilings. <laughs> so uh, that's my Vista Light ceiling story. And I still take it with me to this day. I can install a ceiling fan. I know what a three-way switch is. I know how to, um, I don't know take a hole saw and cut a hole in the drywall and put a, a junction box in there and put the switch in. And those of you that know the lingo know what I'm talking about, okay? And uh, that's all great stuff to know. You know, just being comfortable using tools in general is like <laughs> a project in itself if you don't ever use them. So that was good stuff. We used nail guns and we used electric drills and we used little hole saws to cut through drywall and tin snips to cut the, the, uh, the wire angle, as they called it. And the, uh, the um, what was it called, the other one? The, oh, geez, the J-bar. Oh, yeah, the J-bar and the wire angle. And we take a little um, uh, acoustical ceiling, not acoustical, but we did took those down too, but these were plastic um, ceilings for the cove lighting so the light would shine through and you'd have a special knife that would cut these plastic tiles so got good at that too cut the plastic tile and then you would fling it and it would stick into one of the benches that we had there uh, that would hold the planks that we could walk across and you know you start throwing it down acting like you were cool cutting the tiles um, you know cutting the uh what they called the Marlite board that would stick up in the center where the ceiling uh, fan would go. The beautiful, nice, um, 
shiny white Marlite board. I think they had the flat one, not the shiny two, as an option. And the cove lighting around with the ceiling fan in the middle. And they would make the kitchen. They would open them up. They would brighten them up and cool them off with the fan. And when you're in Florida in that hot weather, humid weather, it was major. Changing your uh, energy bill and your electric bill and cooling the place off. All that stuff, man. So that was all good stuff. And then, um, let me finish up my Vista Light story. I could probably go on for a long time with this now that I think about it. But you'd get back from the job and have all the stuff that you tore down. You'd have to bring it back to the warehouse, unload the van, throw all the stuff into the big trash can. So the, the, uh, the van was ready for the next day and all the uh, old stuff was done. And um, then you could go home. You know, but well, great, great memories from Vista Light Ceilings and all the guys that I work with there. And, uh, you know, just to kind of segue into from Vista Light, because my buddy Jimmy and his brother Mike got me the job there. And that's who I went, my friend Jimmy, uh, to Rochester, New York, in a mint condition 1977 white Corvette from Fort Lauderdale. I think it was like a 26 hour drive. Close to that, 24 to 26 hours. And I was all in. We ended up staying out there two weeks. It went from like, I don't know, maybe like a seven to 10 day thing, but we asked for a little extension because we were having so much fun out there. Drove all the way out there. I got to drive the vet um, a little bit of the ways. The amazing thing is, Jimmy, would drive, he drove it most of the way, I think because he loved his car. And he was just, you know, when you get in that zone, have you ever been in a long trip and you get behind the wheel driving long distance, you get into a zone and you can just kind of go and you don't even remember, you know, whatever, the last few hours of driving. You're just in this kind of zone, you know. And I remember getting it through Pennsylvania, and it was such a hilly, high up and down mountain thing. You could take um, the uh, the shifter from drive and put it into neutral, right? Take your foot off the gas and you were flying. You take your foot off the gas and you were still going 70 miles an hour or more easy. You had to still use the brake because you were moving. But I remember how cool that was. Just flying through those mountains on the way to Rochester. Um, and what a great time. So we get down all the way to Rochester is where he grew up. Um, got to see his old house and all this stuff, you know, and some friends that he used to hang out with back in the day. And I had such a great time there. And from there, um, after hanging out and, you know, going out here and there, uh, you know, having some fun. We decided to, him and his ex-girlfriend and one of her friends decided to couple up and go from Rochester, New York, cross over into Canada, okay, and go to Niagara Falls. I'm like, wow, I'm so all in. We get to Niagara Falls and, uh, man, if you've never been there, what an intense thing Niagara Falls is as far as not just the way it looks and but the power of the water and to think that there was some people crazy enough to go over the edge in barrels and things like that like stuntmen or or just crazy people would just try to do it 
some not surviving. But I'm looking at the thing like, why would you even think of? Uh, forgot the one guy that on a tightrope he walked across the Niagara Falls. I mean, these people are out of their minds. So, but the look of it was unreal. And when the sun comes down and the lights come on, different colored like floodlights that would light up the falls, you want to talk about a sight to see. It's breathtaking. Highly recommend it. Put it on the bucket list. Niagara Falls is wild. And you got Ripley's Believe It or Not out there in the town and some fun stuff to do also. I think I remember picking up a a maple leaf off the ground and I'm taking this home as a souvenir <laughs> like cuz we don't have maple leaves in Florida, you know? So I was like remember that and but we did not go on I regrettably so I we did not go on the Maid of the Mist and that's that boat that you take in and it kind of takes you into the falls like the boat um close enough to where you get the gist and then they turn around and come back. But I think the line was too long. We didn't really have the time. And that was it. We went back, back to Rochester. We asked for an extension to hang out a little bit longer, and we did. And then uh, we came all the way back. And, man, that's a memory that's carved. Um, and that was something else, man. Um, you know, we were younger. We were, must have been, let me think, uh, you know, probably, what, 18, 17, 18 years old, uh, right around in that area. And that, what, what a great time that was. Um, Going on a long road trip, and long road trips are cool, man. You see things you not you normally you don't see when you're flying on a plane. You know, it's more like you know you. I personally like driving throughout the daytime, and at nighttime you get the hotel, and then you get up in the morning and you get going again. You know, because it's it's not you don't really you can't really see at night like you can in the day the scenery and things like that. So you know, for obvious reasons, it's more. It's more, what do you call it? It's definitely more scenic, you know, and to me, um, it's better that way. Plus, you can stay awake a little bit easier, I think, when the light is out rather than the night. God forbid it's raining and it's night and you're going by like a two-lane whatever and you're next to an 18-wheel truck and you're like, oh, gosh, is this guy going to cut me and this Corvette off the road and turn us into mush? (laughs) But, you know, uh, daytime driving better. Than night for sure. Um, so that's the Vista Light all the way to Canada story, man. And I wanted to uh, talk about a couple of things that are making me laugh a little bit today. And not to, we did in a couple of episodes back, we did a couple of chicken jokes. And man, I, I think you deserve a couple more chicken jokes today. So why did the ch- chicken cross the playground? To get to the other slide. <laughs> I love it. And uh, why did the chicken cross the road? Because the light turned green. Last one. What do you get if you cross a chicken and a poodle? You get pooched eggs. All right. Three chicken jokes, man. But you're getting your money's worth today. So I was thinking as I listen to some of this music at night sometimes or during the day, you know that kind of sleepy time meditative music or I have like one album that's all ocean waves or one that's like meditation like or spa music kind of thing. I got this one that I bought. That I bought. It's like a sleep uh, album, right? And most of it is pretty good. 
most of it sounds really kind of spiritual and spa sounding. And all of a sudden, there's a couple songs on there that this guy is playing on the piano, like Mary Had a Little Lamb, you know. Music like that, with ocean waves in the background. I'm like, seriously? It must have been like, he had to get this album finished. <laughs> and... I don't know, maybe he was hanging out with his, with, his, uh, with his little baby or something like that and doing nursery rhymes. And said, ah, let me just put this on and that on and put some ocean waves in the background. Listen, Mary Had a Little Lamb is not relaxing. The ocean waves are, but Mary Had a Little Lamb on the piano, not even close to relaxing. So, bad idea. Very bad idea. So I was running into this album, and it had a couple of those songs on it. And I feel like, you know, you just kind of ruined the whole album with these three kitty piano licks and trying to make it sleepy time because you have ocean waves in the background. It doesn't sound like that, um, that flute or the sitar, I think that they call it, or... Um, you know, the pan flute, whatever they call it, that really sounds really cool, um, that, that spa kind of music that really sets a cool tone. Dun, 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 dun. No, not relaxing at all. If anything, it's got me up irritated. And uh, I love the whole album until it gets to that point. And then I'm like, why do I keep doing this to myself? So <laughs> hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember, Dean Bodie Show, D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I, Show, Dean Bodie's one word, show's another word, YouTube channel. It's going to pop up. All kinds of fun episodes there. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click the like. Get be part of the Dean Bodie community because we're coming at you every day with this. And the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google, wherever you get podcasts, uh, Dean Bodie Podcast. Again, Dean Bodie, one word. Subscribe to the podcast because we elaborate. You know, we kind of like talk about the video that we did, and I want them to kind of have a little connection. Um, and then we'll go off on the podcast and really elaborate and get into some fun other things. And we're throw, throwing some chicken jokes at you, talking about road trips, talking about uh, sleepy time music that turns into stressful music when they put the nursery rhyme piano attached to it and. All kinds of fun stuff here at Dean Bodie Podcast. Everyone, have a great day. Keep moving forward, okay? Um, I think last time I had, you know, told you to write down some positive things. Come up with five things if you didn't last time. Do it again. Come up with it um, this time. Come up with five positive things. Write it down, you know. Make yourself think of the positive, um, however tough it might be. You know, and whatever you can come up with, get it down because it'll keep your mind from drifting off into all of the stress and all of the stuff with this pandemic and this COVID and all all the talking heads on TV talking about the same thing over and over again. Um, it's good to remind yourself you got to move forward in life, okay? And Dean Bodie podcast and Dean Bodie YouTube channel, Dean Bodie show is there for you. All right, be a little bit of a shining light, positive energy, have a few laughs, and we keep moving forward and taking one day at a time. So that being said, have an awesome day. Talk to you soon. Have a great day now. Bye-bye.